0: Sports story everyone's talking about today is just moments away. So call or text us right now at 573 875 KTGR and make your voice heard. This is The Big Show with Andy and Brendan on KTGR. Back here on The Big Show, the
1: first big show of 2024. How about that? Andy, Brendan, and producer Chris with you here today as we finally get to react to the Cotton Bowl Mizzou Cotton Bowl champs over Ohio State what would you think about the way that it actually went down the 14 to 3 low scoring effort the job of the Tiger defense the fact that Ohio State's quarterback well didn't really exist give us your thoughts at 573-875-KTGR on that and on your biggest surprises from last night's college football playoff to compelling games not a Florida State Seminole in sight it was a beautiful thing 573-875-KTGR to give us a call or a text on those topics. But first, got to do this because it's 5 o'clock.
0: It's time for the top five at five on the big show. Number one. You want to trade away for curtain number one, you can have curtain one. I mean, take your pick
2: from all of the great Mizzou things that have been happening over the last few days or so, but, but certainly the most significant, the Cotton Bowl, and almost as a result... But probably in the works for a while. It was just announced afterward. Eli Drinkwitz getting the contract extension. Now it's only adding one year to his current deal. He's now through the 2028 season. I think probably more significant that he'll most likely get a pay raise with this. We don't know the details of uh, of the new contract for Drinkwitz. Maybe we'll learn at some point. But I think definitely well deserved to at least get his annual salary. Closer to the middle of the pack in the SEC. He was near the bottom already. And then add on that extra year uh, just for good measure. It all capped off a great weekend where Mizzou defeated a blue blood in Ohio State in the Cotton Bowl. We're talking about it in a few minutes.
3: Number two. Number two. Your timing is impeccable.
2: And, of course, it gets you excited for 2024. And, you know, who might be back for 2024? We do know some players have already made the decision to declare for the NFL draft. Arius Robinson, of course. Uh, doing that he was out of eligibility already and it's rake straw declared and it looks like jc Carly, safety for mizzou has also declared for the nfl draft announcing that on social media just about an hour ago we'll wait and see uh what other players make those uh decisions but either way i think mizzou is primed to have a good roster for next year too
3: number three, for three.
2: Yes! well the chiefs got the job done they're now afc west champions for the eighth consecutive year they needed six field goals from Harrison Butker to defeat the Bengals 25-17. to The offense, again, some issues with finishing drives, not getting in the end zone, only one touchdown from the Chiefs against the Bengals and Jake Browning. But again, you lock up the division title. You prepare for the playoffs now. Next week's regular season finale is basically meaningless against the Chargers. You can rest some guys. And now we await to see who they'll be facing at Arrowhead Stadium in a couple of weeks.
0: Number four.
2: Four. Oh, I shanked it. Yeah, great fun last night in the college football Playoff semifinals. I might have disagreed as to uh, excluding Florida State. I didn't mean that I didn't think we were going to have some fun games. And look, they were absolutely great. Uh, Michigan, excellent job defensively on Alabama all night long, I thought, even when they made adjustments. And my goodness, Michael Penix, Jr., should he have maybe won the Heisman? I mean, I know it's recency bias, but gosh, he looked good against Texas yesterday.
0: Number five. What is the five fingers? Say to the face, Stop.
2: All I know from the weekend in the NFL, Brad Allen, referee, gotta go.
0: That's the Big Show's Top 5 at 5 on KTGR.
2: 875-KTGR if you want to call or text us here on the show. All right, uh, Mizzou is a Cotton Bowl champion once again. How about that, baby? Come on. Psh,
4: Cotton Bowl easy.
2: It's, it's fantastic. Um, I, I don't know at what point, uh, Brendan, if we... It, it, it was obviously very worrying through the first three quarters. I mean, we were looking at a team that just looked like a shell of itself, and I didn't know how much to chalk up to. This is Ohio State's defense. Not many of those guys opted out. They were still a very stout unit for uh, this game, and I'm not sure if there was uh, anything wrong with Mizzou's offense at that point or whether to chalk it up to Ohio State, but, I mean, it it wasn't feeling good, and then all of a sudden, euphoria, as the third quarter was winding down, they finally got the, the deep ball to Marquise Johnson.
1: Again changing the season, right? Like I know exhibition game, you, we can belittle this, the importance of this win as much as, as we want to, but like it's a big deal to win this game and they don't do it without that play to Marquise Johnson. And of course, he is the recipient of the uh, the fake pun at Kentucky that allowed everything to kind of fall into place there to begin with. But you mentioned it with the opt-outs. Like I, how do you think that it, it happened that the narrative of all these Ohio State opt-outs got started? Was it just the fact that Kyle McCord went out pretty early in the process when he announced he was transferring, and then we just all assumed Marvin Harrison wouldn't play, and so we like yeah. we thought, oh, that's going to be the, the, the avalanche of opt-outs. Here they come, and the point spread moved a ton uh, for those weeks w- before it kind of moved back before the game itself. And I think that, that maybe was the answer to that, because like you could make the case that Ohio State's defense was more full than Mizzou's, with the injuries that the tigers had like, yeah, it was, this was not a team that opted everybody out to be clear. It was mostly the version of Ohio state that people have seen with one very glaring and important exception.
2: Yeah. Like uh, the only guy, I I think one of their top linebackers uh, opted out for the game uh, on Ohio state, but their whole defensive line was there. And my gosh, were they causing problems throughout that game Um, until the very end, of course. But no, I, I was kind of assuming the same thing. Like, I I don't know if Ohio state's going to have a bunch of these guys, but then all of a sudden it, it, you're waiting for it to happen. And then it just, it, it doesn't. And so I, I don't understand the people, uh, outside. I mean, outside of Columbus, of course, I don't think there are too many people outside of Columbus, Ohio, or maybe the state of Ohio in general who are saying, uh, Mizzou didn't actually beat Ohio state. No, they did. They absolutely did. Both defenses were terrific in the game, but Mizzou beat down the door enough to put together two 90-plus yard drives at the end, back-to-back, to to win the game, and then the defense continues to do with it. I don't care about the quarterback issue. That's Ohio State's problem. It's a four- or five-star playing anyway. The only difference is experience. I I haven't seen too much of it this week, Brendan. Like I, I've blocked out there's the Ohio some. State noise. No, I think but, there's a
1: little bit of a general narrative, but it's not loud. Yes. Like I don't think it's particularly prominent of people saying, you know, belittling or diminishing the win for Missouri as a result of Ohio State not having its starting quarterback. A lot of teams coming into bowl season, you know. Are not at full strength, and the quarterback is obviously the most important spot. But you said it too. Like the the only knock on the guys on the depth chart for Ohio State is going to be the lack of experience. Not that they don't have a pedigree. They don't end up at Ohio State as a quarterback without having a pedigree. Exactly. And Mizzou's defense, like again, I don't think if you, I think if you're Ohio State and you look at the the quarterbacks, Devin Brown, who maybe in his case it's different because he looked really bad and he but, got hurt, and then, too, the, so. and then he got hurt, and then the freshman, the true freshman that comes in. Like, if you're Ohio State making an evaluation on those guys' future from that game, I think that's probably a mistake because that's one of the best defenses in the country. The way that the Tigers played in that game, like, that is the the pinnacle of what we were hoping to see them reach all year long. It's really what we saw from that group largely last season when they really did have that top defense that carried Mizzou to even bowl eligibility in 2022. This year, it was a little bit of a slow burn to get that started, but I think they finished the season with one of their, you know, Probably their best defensive performance. Maybe you could say against Tennessee um, because that was a regular season game where both teams had those implications. But like I, we, I'm like I said here and diminish the Cotton Bowl. That's a big deal. And Mizzou dominated defensively. And then it would have been embarrassing to win it, you know, six to three or something. But they they scored a couple of touchdowns. You got all the mainstays involved. Schrader scoring and Luther Burton uh, getting his touchdown so he could feel like he was a part of a game. I thought that was important yeah. because the passing offense for Mizzou do a ton but that was at least nice to see him get his, and, and all in all, very favorable feelings about the way that that game played out. What's up, Chris? Yeah, for me, I was
4: chatting with some Ohio State fans after the game, you know, ones who haven't been totally infected by brainworms or whatever, and the and the feeling I got from them was that that sort of performance, at least offensively from Ohio State, was kind of like a, a culmination of something that had been building for, like, the course of the entire season and maybe a little bit in the previous season as well, where you've got some really key, you got, Marvin Harrison, you've got that Maserati Marv, right? You've got, like, that big, like, box office offensive talent, right? But you're not really doing enough to sort of supplement that talent with enough, you know, either either the scheme is bad or not great enough. Maybe the play calling isn't as sharp as it could be to really maximize your offensive potential, and then you take away that fancy-schmancy car that makes your offense go. You take away Marvin Harrison Jr., and then you're just kind of like, oh, well, shoot, now what do we do? I guess maybe run the ball, question mark, but even then, that wasn't super successful, so I think it's a credit to Blake Baker and the Mizzou defense who was able to sort of shore up, understand that they're not really playing with the full deck and really taking full advantage of it and holding them to three points for the entire game when you could have, I don't know, buckled at some point, but you held tight, darn it. And, well, that's yeah. to Cotton
2: and look, I understand the the wide receiver aspect of it because Ohio State was down two of their top three wide outs. And
1: look, the, yeah, They, they still tough. have the, the guy who's like, going to be drafted in the first right. round. Yeah. Buka is going to be a first-round yeah, pick exactly in the NFL and, draft this and, year, so...
2: And Mizzou locked down on him. He had what? Like six
1: Six for 63. 63. But he's their leading pass catcher, which again, I don't know. When they took Devin Brown out due to the injury, but he tried to play through it for a little while, and clearly that wasn't working, I was like, oh, man. Like the devil you know versus the devil you don't. I thought this whoever they're bringing in is going to have a better chance of moving this offense than Devin Brown because he could not do anything. And – I, part of it, I wonder if it's because he was a quarterback wearing number thirty-three that just shouldn't be. Um, maybe that, that is, is something that more gave of it, him please. some problems. More no, of it, I think please. it gave him Do some it. issues. It's, it's for just, it's not the not zero ball It's
2: a great story.
1: He, he just wasn't as aerodynamic. That was the only problem. No, um, but uh, all all kidding aside, I'm obviously not being serious with that. I thought it was important when Chris and I last week did some over unders for this game. We looked at Travion Henderson, and I thought the, the the number jumped off the page of his rushing total at unnamedsportsbook.com. It was like 117.5. And, and I said, uh, my eyes kind of bugged out, Chris will tell you. I said, if, that, if he goes over that number, that's concerning because it means that they're just kind of able to run it at will on Mizzou. He's kind of their main engine in terms of the running game. And then that's probably going to open up things for a passing game that you know, I didn't know what to expect necessarily from the passing game, but I knew that if they could run the ball successfully, they're probably going to have an easier time passing it as well. And it just didn't happen. 19 carries for 72 yards for Travion Henderson, 3.8 per. That's kind of one of the big stories of the game to me, Andy. Mizzou, not just, you know, obviously limiting the passing game in the way that they did to 106 total passing yards for Ohio State. They they held serve in the run game as well in a way that was really important um, a lot of punts, but, uh, you know, Mizzou was able to do what they had to do in the end.
2: Yeah, and 2.9 yards per rush by Ohio State total in the game. Huge for Mizzou to get that done. 875-KTGR, we're reacting to the Cotton Bowl. A few days late, but that's okay. Tell us all your Mizzou thoughts at 875-5847. Old Jay here on the KTGR Hotline. Old Jay, what's up?
0: Okay, so real quick, have you guys heard when the uh, parade is for the Pistons since they finally Oh, right, the game?
2: yeah, snap the loser. I
0: that.
3: <laughs> Yeah.
0: Um, second of all, FSU fans, under the bus, shut up. You're playing your quarterback <laughs> <Thank under> 163 <laughs> <Thank> yards <you. laughs> against the Georgia Fresh. I think Georgia was pulling people from the crowd because it was 63 to 6.
1: Yeah, if they had a running back score that was a fan when the game started, I 100 correct. Oh my Enough already.
0: Gosh. And oh, by the way, the, uh, the the Alabama quarterback that you keep complaining about actually outrushed your entire team for the bowl. So shut up. Okay. Um, at the at halftime, I was screaming at the TV. Somebody, please do something. At that point, I didn't care who. I just wanted somebody to do something. And tell me you guys weren't disappointed you didn't get you didn't get to see me with at least a template sixty five yards. Oh and that man. would have been I was ready would have to see it. Awesome you would have nailed it. I
1: had actually old oh Jay, I think I had memory hold that until you just mentioned it, and now I'm angry all over again. I was <laughs> yeah. I, I was pissed. I did not enjoy halftime at all. I was really oh. I was you say don't get upset about a bowl game. I was upset about a bowl game at halftime and that was one yeah. of the, the reasons front of mind.
0: But in all honesty, though, I mean, if you look at what Mizzou did, yeah, that was – I mean, that was Mizzou's – or that was Ohio State's starting offensive line, and Mizzou was getting pressure on him constantly. Yeah. I mean, it was, it was just one of those things where that was the defense we've been kind of waiting for. We saw it against Tennessee. We saw glimpses of it the rest of the season. But pass-off to the defense, my gosh. And, you know, it was just one of those games where you could tell Brady Cook was hearing footsteps that weren't there. Because there was a couple throws. If you would have seen them, I think that score would have been big. But, you know, it's just, I think it just goes to show you the future is bright. There's a lot of returning talent. Um, And it's going to be, next year is going to be a lot of fun. And, um, yeah. And, oh, as far as the semifinal games, you know what the best part was? Both games were actually games, they weren't blowouts. They were both fun to watch. So, but it was fun. Boys, M I Z
2: and uh, yeah, next football season's gonna be fun. Oh man, we're we're ready for it. Eight seven five K T G R. Thanks, Ol J, for the call. Wait a second.
1: Thank that you Rose to the Bull. committee too. Thank you to the committee for uh, I mean, yeah. for doing what they did. I mean, I I knew I knew they did, but yesterday chose it. Those are the teams oh, that were deserving, that belong there, that we're going to get, compete <sighs> for a national championship. That's just the truth.
4: And everybody wins. Florida State and Alabama don't get into the
1: natty. Everyone's got their priors. Which is great. fine, but again, and I know I don't know. I'm sure I can already read Andy's mind about what his reaction was to the Georgia dismantling of Florida State. Oh, everybody oh, who cares. After I, I, who cares? But I, I mean, that. Well, was, again, okay, again, Brandon, I already knew they made I'll the right say, decision, but that really, that just kind of okay. okay. Again, you're Brandon, all seeing this, right? Brandon, they lost by sixty.
2: Brandon doesn't matter. That's not the point. Quiet, are,
1: he's going to talk.
2: If you are allowed to say that Florida State is a different team than they were the first 12 games with Jordan Travis, and then they're a different team without him, which is clearly the argument that was made and by the committee as well, they're a different team without Jordan Travis. So you're allowed to make that argument. I'm fine with you making it. And you're,
1: I uh, haven't you made are that. To be, you no, are, to be clear, it, I personally, no, I'm, I have not made that argument.
2: But that was the argument of the committee, though. Like, that was the argument. Part, they're a different it, certainly team in part it without was. Jordan Travis. And yeah. it, very clearly, not the same team. Right. You can't make that argument and then also say, oh, but they're not a different team when they lose 30 guys. Like, it, and that's it is why, very okay, I clearly a different from. team
1: when they lose 30 but, guys. But you have not made me, heard me make that argument. My argument has been consistent. Florida State beat LSU in September, and then they didn't. They played high school teams the rest of the year, and I am counting but again, Louisville, a <laughs> joke of a of, an, of a conference this year. So that's honestly that again, Liberty like, has like, almost Kentucky, as though. good of a. What's that?
4: I said Clemson beat Louisville. Kentucky though.
1: Yeah, Kentucky exactly. beat Louisville. Yeah. I don't. Okay. I mean, I don't know what. Look, we're, here's
2: the thing. Again, I understand we got two really good matchups yesterday. Four very fun teams that put on a show. Got it. Great for beauty pageants. That's awesome for college football no, playoff brackets.
0: For college football, that's we should what it is. treat
2: it differently. We should treat. Uh, There's a criteria that the playoff committee has. In the game and they got to play, Florida State play. They before 60. they played their bowl game, checked more criteria off the boxes than Texas did. I would have taken Texas out and put Florida State in. Still, I don't care I, what you. That's
1: say. That's fine. I know you don't. You don't care about losing by sixty. To a team that also did not make the playoffs. Ag- that's fine. Uh,
2: against the team My that should be not- in the... Again, no, look, fine. Put the teams in, but don't selectively use your logic. That is what the committee did. They selectively used their logic with Florida State. They selectively used the logic with Georgia. Several other teams so down the line in the poll.
1: That's what's interesting. I think they got the right answer by doing the wrong equation. Florida but State don't do the wrong there.
2: equation. Well, Keep that's doing fine. what you've been
1: doing. The beauty of it is that they got it right. That we got great games, and then it'll never be a problem again. Because next year you're going to have. But that all shouldn't the, be. The, oh, we're not going to have problems next is.
2: year, so we can make whatever rules we want no, up this time around. No, like that's, that's
1: what they. What that's what they did, but they but they use common sense was their rule of like, yeah, mm-hmm. this Florida State Good team bad. didn't beat anybody all year. They actually don't deserve to be here relative to some of these other teams no what happened
2: was they backed themselves into a corner by saying all year long yes texas needs to be ahead of alabama because they won against them head-to-head and that is true they, and you're if, you're if spot we on leave about what that. if we put one in and leave the other out then there's going to be this whole thing so we have to do the cop out and just put them in as a package deal sorry florida state you get the shaft like oh no, you to, to
1: draw do. an example oklahoma had Two losses or three? I think it was two. They right? had two, 10 and two losses. I so they. My point in asking that is they weren't relevant at all in the top four conversation. If OU had gone ten and two and had beaten Alabama instead of Texas being the team that beat Alabama, like if that game had just been OU against Alabama instead, and Texas went eleven and one some other way, that you're exactly right. Texas would not have been in. They had to put Texas in by the virtue of it, but it would have been Georgia that would have been the next most deserving team, and not Florida State and they I'm telling you in that reality but Georgia it, <laughs> would have been in Florida State still would have been out
2: well look I I can see Florida, uh, Florida State being out next to Georgia they very, they very clearly showed that but again like you selectively used the logic of okay well Georgia you didn't win your you didn't win your most important game and so even though you no, would I, be I favored against every team in the field right. of four, you still got to be out, but then when it comes to Florida State, you're like, "Well, you did everything you should have done. We're still going to leave you again." That's you the selective been logic. That... Nobody. But again, like if, you... but if you're going to go by that by that logic, then put Georgia in. Like uh, you can't it's use do... the
1: you have to. But there's multiple use logics in lines. both
2: things. Like yes, there you are You have
1: to though. There's a lot when you only have four spots. It's an imperfect system. You can't just use one logic set and say this is the only way I can approach it. You have to kind of amalgamate it a little bit, and that's where you're going to get some upset people because there's not going to be one set rule. And because of a bad system, they said in the last year of it, screw it, we're just going to get the right teams in here and uh, they did they did it they, they yeah. did to the best of the justifiable ability
0: yeah.
1: and that that pesky September i see game texas between... and
2: alabama sitting at home today that's all i that's all i know
1: yeah but both games went down to literally the last play. so there's not you can't and ask for much you more. you can't
2: than that. say that florida state wouldn't have done the same thing all right that's
1: wonderful andy i can you're wrong you're not as good as this but here's my question i'm not as
2: good at this okay fine yeah sure. we'll, like, we'll go on.
1: round and round I'm but saying, you're not yeah. going to win this but I think he could. I, do know I that, believe know could. I opinion. think nah, I could. I think, could. <laughs> like, yeah, I, know I, think I could. I know, I know two things. One, he can't. Two, nobody wants to hear it anyway, so we don't have to do it. Or we can expand into it a little bit later. But I do want to ask you about Eli Drinkwitz's contract extension because we were kind of talking mizzou yeah. before we went off the rails. What your reaction is to that? I, I yay Is kind of well, my reaction yeah, to it. I mean, yeah, sure, why not?
2: Look, I don't, don't look at the years. Like we see the Never. words contract extension and say, oh, you're locking them down for all these You can no, break out of back. those as much as you want. <laughs> like it, it, it does matter about buyout numbers or things of that nature. You can dig into the weeds on that and see how much it's going to go. In the end, if you want to move on from him, you can move on from him. If, if you want to add more years, <sighs> you can add more years. Like it, don't look at that. I think it's about making sure that he gets a reasonable head coaching SEC salary or SEC head coaching salary, I should switch those words, SEC head coaching salary should be competitive with his peers, and it's very clear leading into this season they weren't. So when you go 10-2, and you got to find ways to make them competitive, and that's what I saw.
1: And it should be competitive because you want him to stay. Like the leverage has shifted. Before the season we thought, I don't know, Drink's got a little bit of an STP, he's got something to prove, before we're going to say, yeah, he should be the guy for, you know, infinity. But now, and you said, well, anything can change. Next year can go bad. I'm just going to live in the moment of, like, he did everything and then some this year. You have to make sure that the contract situation doesn't make him want to look elsewhere when in any other world, I don't think he does. I think he's everything he says is right about what he wants to build and a foundation here in Columbia, Missouri. So you just have to make sure that the contract isn't ever a reason for... Him to have a doubt, right? Yeah. Like he d- deserves to be compensated uh, for the job that he did this year.
2: And look, next year, I mean, we're projecting out. Obviously, you got to win the games first. Then look, they're eight months away, but next year is looking pretty good. And if you do it well next be... year, if you make the playoff, like if you make a twelve team yeah. playoff, then it gets even more crazy. So getting it But done you got the
1: money should match that. I mean, yeah. the, he if that's what happens, this is going to be an athletic department that will. Make it happen. I don't have any question about that. Um, it's good. It life's good right now. If you're if oh, you're yeah. Mizzou football and and all, all the things lining up, it's good though that you do have you know eight months before they play, uh, you know nine months before they play another game because we're gonna sit in this for a while. I think that's the, oh, yeah. the main cherry on top of the Cotton Bowl win is like we just kind of get to sit in this now and the recruiting momentum and all of the good. They'll play games next year and yeah, there's a world in which they could fall short of our expectations, but like. Everything they've done the last four months, whatever it's been, allows for expectations to be sky high, and I think it's rightfully so.
2: 875-KTGR, call or text us with your Mizzou thoughts here on the show. Mady is here on the KTGR hotline. Mady, what's up?
3: Hey, buddy. First of all, would you like I bring for you guys, for you and Brandon, some cranberry juice you settled down? Sit <laughs> down, Andy. You're talking too fast. We need
2: to break bread and have cranberry juice and just now, bury the now hatchet, now, Brendan. I'm
3: watching more than your age football. I'm coming two things for you. First of all, did you watch after Further State, Georgia, Kirby, Smart, Sport? What is this? Yes, I he did. said? He said NCW should be something to do. Back to you. I'm asking you two questions. I went, a friend of mine, he's from Michigan. I went to the game and Ohio State, Michigan. I watched said three games, okay? Don't tell you don't care. I care. If I'm asking you, if Ohio State quarterback was playing, yeah. Marvin Harrison was playing the linebacker, who's going to win? Answer me, question. I would.
1: I'm I mean, taking Missouri.
3: Yeah, I would, too. You, too? Yeah. You're drinking Not... too much orange juice. It, is, <laughs> it goes on. Like, quarterbacking. Come on, and you're watching 47 football, 47 years. Uh, yeah. You just say you don't care. They play it because Marvin Harrison... The, this quarterback only played one game. What are you talking about that? Uh, Let me ask you: If the Brady Cook was not playing, is you going Well you No, no, the, I don't think Brady. Yeah, Brady Cook's important to them, I don't, don't think they would oh, won. You want to go? We do it, but right now you don't care. Be honest.
1: I would have taken Brady. I would have taken Michigan Sam Horn Andy. in that game. You don't know what
3: yeah. is Michigan. I went to that game. I watched our State when they beat Penn State. If they been playing neutral, they're going to beat Michigan. Two-touch,
2: though. Come on, Matt. Oh, man. Kyle McCord yeah. transferred to Syracuse. Appreciate, I, the, appreciate the call, man. Did Kyle
1: McCord transfer to Notre Dame, or did he transfer to USC, or did he transfer no, to, he's gonna to, to be, Michigan? He's going to be playing in front of 40,000
2: at the Carrier Dome next year. He like that's transferred where
1: to Syracuse. Syracuse. This is this guy, why are we putting this guy on a pedestal like he was just uh, – he transferred to Syracuse. He was at Ohio State. Clearly, they don't have a great option behind him that they're in love with right now. And he tra- he chose to transfer to Syracuse. Yeah. All right. So I, interesting question. Without Brady Cook, could Mizzou have won that game? Yes. No. Maybe. I don't know. I don't yeah. know. I don't know I don't, could I'm they? Not could say that. okay? Could Mizzou win against Ohio State that also doesn't have their starting quarterback? I think like absolutely. If both starters that's the game were that we out. Saw. Yeah. That's the game that we saw was Ohio State not having yeah, theirs. Probably. So, if, if Sam Horn was thrown in there. I mean, Brady ran a lot. That was probably an underrated element of, of the game. But I think, you know, I, I think Mizzou probably wins 6-3 to three instead of 14-3. to three. But they the, everything else can unfold the same way. Brady Cook didn't have his best game, but I didn't see anything from Brady Cook, nor am I taking anything away that I'm like, Uh oh! Does Mizzou have a problem? Brady Cook can't play the game. That's not my reaction.
2: Look, I had worries during the game about Brady Cook being able to handle that Ohio State defense, and if if he were out of that, then I would definitely have worries about Sam Horn doing it. But I mean, no, no, for sure. But I mean, no. I bottom line, I'm glad that it played out the way that it played out. But I agree with you that it's probably I don't know how much Kyle McCord is worth as far as a, a point total in that type of game compared to maybe what Ohio State already had.
1: I do um, think Mizzou probably has the better backup of the two teams, which is part of what makes me say, yeah, Sam Horn throw him out there, you might have still won the game. I mean, Devin Brown had
2: some, uh, some experience this year. He had more experience than Sam Horn did, but
1: I mean. He might not be very good. Okay, well, I mean. He did not. I did that. But do Grinch we know that defense? Sam Horn is very
2: good? Like, well, again, we, like, we,
1: we don't, don't know. Ask, ask August of
2: 2022 <laughs> yeah, that Exactly.
3: Question. Yeah. Yeah. Of
1: course he's great. Yeah.
2: He's incredible. But, um, no, I I get it maybe. If they're, if those guys were in the game, it's probably looking a little bit different. They didn't play,
1: though. so anyway. I mean, we could do this yeah. all day. If Eddie yeah, exactly. Straw got to play and if Tyron Hopper right. was healthy, like, what are we doing? Exactly. Mizzou won the game. They did so by the end of it handily. But I will say, what in the world with that delay of game? What? I, what? At the end mm-hmm. of the half? Yes. Let me. Well, I, I almost want to see thought, the sixty-five-yard field goal. I attempt.
2: almost thought it was maybe on the officials. I don't know if they reset the play clock when they should have. I I honestly put it out of sight, out of mind. But
1: in the moment, in the moment, I was like, "Drink, you've done it again." But then I stepped back and I thought. Well, Mivas is looking at the clock, too. What is he doing taking so long? That that was my whole mentality at halftime. I'm so glad the second half of that game happened. Yeah. Because at, at that moment, I was like, you got to be kidding me. They're finding every no, way to revert back to 2022 with some of the mistakes that were being made. There are a couple of things that happened in the game, and I'm going to save them for another day. There are a couple of things that happened that I was, like, I'm thinking about concern for 2024 regarding. But I'm not even going to bring them up yet. Because we're we're living in the really? the happy okay. for the most part. Right. Well, there's one thing in particular that we well, might that game,
2: have I time thought... today. I don't know. I mean, you can expand.
1: can you see that clock? You may Maybe. Know. Maybe at the end, quiz me on it. Yeah, okay. the producers right. getting a little antsy. Yeah, we, gotta... I mean, we do
2: have to pay the bills <laughs> uh, in 2024. I'm just saying. Uh, Eight seven five KTGR. If you want to give us your Mizzou thoughts, we'll talk more about that, and we'll talk about the semifinals. That yes, were very fun. Yesterday, I've never argued against that. Uh, We'll talk about the biggest surprises from those games up next on The Big Show.
0: You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com. You're listening to The Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com.
2: Call or text us your thoughts on Mizzou after the Cotton Bowl victory over the weekend. Over the long weekend. Happy New Year, everybody. 875-KTGR if you want to. Call or text us here. To talk all things Tigers, they defeated the Buckeyes, edged them out. It took a while for the offense to get going, but it doesn't matter. The scoreboard said what it said.
1: I was in a bad place at halftime. I was in a, I was in a dark <laughs> I can, place. I can
2: imagine. Uh, it was not <laughs> looking all that it great.
1: great.
3: Uh, they had one I, like, you...
2: I think Brady had something like 20 oh, passing don't yards don't by that yards. time.
1: Yeah, oh, please yeah, don't I'll do the hard. yards. No, I, I, I can tell you this. We had some friends over to watch a game. I, I didn't go to the game in Arlington or anything like that we played like a little game at like a little party game at halftime. And you would just kind of like get to come up with your own responses and kind of write them out. And all of my responses for this game were, were, were denigrating Mizzou's first half performance and, and cracking <laughs> jokes at it. Like it wasn't a sports game. I just couldn't think about anything else. I was in a bad spot, but they, they came back.
0: It all worked out. It,
2: played out the way that it played out and we're all happy today and Eli Drinkwitz gets a contract extension and all those guys get the send-off and a bunch of players are declaring for the draft or even some that have said they're coming back like Mookie Cooper's coming back how about that love that for uh, for I do love that yeah yeah that's big
1: time we know we know some that aren't JC Carlisle is going but like a lot of this defense is going to be playing in the pros whether it's this coming year or the year after like this Mizzou defense is legit I can't I don't want to hold any of these guys back. Like, if they're ready to go and the the opportunity is now, that, that's more power to them, man. Well, and, I'm excited for a lot of these dudes.
2: And look, we saw some of the guys, because obviously they were missing some defensive starters. They were missing Ennis Rakestraw. didn't have Tyron Hopper. But the guys who stepped up in those spots, I mean, Straw probably had both Marcus Clark and Dre Norwood split time there to fill that role, and they played pretty well. I mean, and, of course, they're going to have Toriano Pride coming in next year. That should boost the secondary a little bit coming in from Clemson. And my goodness, Tristan Newsom.
1: I mean. Dude, he's going to be a force.
2: Dude, this guy was all over the field. yeah, Pressuring, uh, in coverage, stopping the run everywhere. This is kind of the the revelation of the end of the season for Mizzou on this guy, this junior college transfer that they brought in for some depth. And, And he's He's going to mix in really well next year. I mean, they, they've they already added one guy in the portal uh, at linebacker, but I would say Newsom at least gets starter reps next year along with Chuck Hicks.
1: And you know what you need to be like the Alabamas and the Georgias of the world to become those? Depth? Like, you can't just have a, a starting 11 on defense and be like, we're great, we're good. This is why the transfer portal is so great, because you've got guys coming in that we can say, all right, they're probably filling this spot or that spot. But the guys that played in that football game are going to be vying for those opportunities and those snaps as well. And they're good players. That element of depth for Mizzou is really, really going to be crucial in 2024. I can't, I can't wait to see it all.
2: Because, again, that game it not only was, was great in the moment to win that type of game against that type of opponent, but you saw what is coming back next year, what you know is coming back, and, and there are ways to piece together a very interesting 2024 for Mizzou football.
1: In this this little motion i'm making with my hand it's 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 to the moon i 'm ready for Marquise Johnson to the moon oh, man. next year in terms of his ability so to expand the route tree a little bit because his route this year is a true freshman, like most true freshmen don 't contribute at all, but his route was go fast <laughs> and just keep running and and they 'll find you, which was a great weapon to have but i that kid's got talent, and I want to see. Maybe what more opportunity could look like for him as well.
2: Would love to see that. Give us your thoughts at eight seven five KTGR. Sam here on the KTGR hotline. Sam, what you got?
4: Good afternoon, gents. How are you? Doing good. Was a little bit worried about Andy there that he's going to make it past January second. I, I could I could hear the the vein bulging from your head there earlier. The I was a little worried about you, but
1: uh, I'm oh, glad about, you. Uh, I just you I it back press around. those buttons on him sometimes. No, what is it about the Florida, Florida State? Is that
4: what this is about?
1: Pick your poison, he, honestly.
4: You went a little Costanza on me. I was a little worried, but I'm, <laughs> okay. I'm glad All right. you it back Glad
2: that I could provide the entertainment.
4: No, Dale, I was, I mean, one of the MVPs I thought was Carnell, man. He was a, in oh, that yeah. backfield every, seemed like every offensive play that uh, Florida, or uh, Ohio State ran, he was, he was back there in that guy's face just crushing him to the ground. I was really impressed with the way that he played. He had some amazing hits. I mean, I I think he was probably one of the de- defensive MVPs of that game.
2: Yeah, I mean, they gave it, appreciate the call, Sam, here on the Big Show, KTGR. They gave it to Johnny Walker Jr., who I, I believe had that sack fumble at the end. Was that right? He I believe he was the one that that lodged it out, and he was great. Like, pass rush was was very good for Mizzou. Johnny Walker was a big part of that. He did have a.
0: That was the penalty, one I was, <laughs> I was bring which up. I don't know
2: if that should have been a penalty. Look at that. i mean, so, there was a video on Twitter about it, and I don't know if yeah, it should have been a penalty.
1: My but. inclination is always to, and this might not be, maybe I should change this because we know that in the battle between refs and players, like the refs are usually at fault. But my initial inclination on those, like the the dumb penalty that can extend a drive like that did at the goal line, is to blame the player and say, just please don't put yourself in that spot. You're off the field. It's fourth and forever, and they're punting from the pylon. Like just just don't put yourself in that spot. But if the ref just completely takes matters into his own hands, maybe there's nothing Johnny Walker could've done. He's a stud though. That's it. He, he at was here today. It all worked out. He's a stud.
2: My larger point was that look, he played great. I really thought Tristan Newsom was snubbed at that award though. Like he was again all yeah, over the place. You, he could have gone a bunch of different places. Yes, David yeah. Carnell was was very good too. And I mean Blake Baker talking about the fact that, you know, they play a bunch of different guys and that makes their defense better. Um, so it wasn't just one dude; it was everybody collectively holding Ohio State to three points and under three yards per carry. Like that's that's
1: killer, man. That's that's, awesome the, that's the defensive performance you can build upon and be like, "See, this is what we're looking at for next year, guys. Yeah. This is what the, let let there be no drop off." And I think they've got the building blocks to make that happen. It was it was exciting to see. I you know what? I still would have been excited about Mizzou football if they had lost that game, but. I don't have to think about that world because we don't live in it. I, Mizzoubi, we'll State. I, guess, I guess we'll, we'll never, never know. know. I guess we'll never know. I guess we'll never know.
2: Eight seven five K T G R if you want to call or text us. What do we know? Bots. Well we know that uh that it's Washington and Michigan in the national championship. Two next big week. ten
4: powerhouses, baby. <laughs> The fury of the Midwest is back, baby. We got there. Our
0: reaction
2: to the semifinals last night is next after this live local
0: sports center. You're listening to the Big Show Podcast on KTGR.com.
2: Well, happy 2024, everybody. Thanks for spending the first 48 hours of it or at least some of the first 48 hours with us at 875-KTGR. You can call or text us here on The Big Show with Andy Brendan and producer Chris, talking Mizzou and college football playoff semis. Yes, they were very fun games yesterday. I will Wait, absolutely one say what.
4: That Rose Bowl was incredibly sloppy I mean, uh, and what
2: do you what do you mean by that? What
4: I'm, like, what I'm saying, I feel like they might have gotten their most juice in like the end of the fourth quarter and the overtime, and that's totally fine. But yeah, but for well, like three and a half quarters, it was just kind so of. So did like, the Cotton
2: Bowl? Like, what, what, what's the argument? I don't get it.
1: It's just, well, I, just I guess a it, little, I mean it worked out. Yeah. I don't think a game has to be cleanly played to be compelling. Yeah. Game six of the 2011 yeah, I mean World it was compelling. Was don't not get me a wrong. Clean game. Yeah, as long as it has moments at the end. <laughs> It, it it excuses a lot, and it was close throughout. But yeah. I would agree, we were just lucky with Alabama, Michigan, that their mistakes kind of canceled each other out. Like the fumbles, they both did some of it, uh-huh. so oh it kind of just all leveled the field. But there was some, yeah, there was some slop to it. Didn't care. I was just I I did. I had Alabama, um, and that That's didn't fine. you know go my way. Yeah, I didn't say it wasn't compelling. It was very compelling. It was very good. Good theater. Well, it just wasn't it, like yeah, Bama, yeah, Bama, yeah. Bama blew the game, by the way. But they, That's you know, also awesome.
2: okay. Yeah. yeah, and I mean, there there was that. And by the way, look, but both of these matchups technically went the Big Ten's way. This is not a referendum on this. Like, Come on, stop with this already.
4: Oh, come on. The,
2: when the Big Ten puts together a run that the SEC has put together as far as getting a team into the national championship game as consistently as they have, they can talk to me. But not with this. Like
4: one year's all it takes. Yeah, it just takes one. What do you mean? And then though? it can snowball.
2: But uh, I understand that. But, but the, will it? the The playoffs expanding next year. Like I expect three SEC teams at least to be in, and I oh, expect them to well, better be Mizzou. to be much more sustainable yes. in that in that bracket than the Big Ten teams, at least right now.
1: But I think this does show, like, adding the, the schools they're adding, Oregon and Washington both had good days yeah. yesterday. Like, that that is going to help level the field a little bit because before that, there was no conversation to be had. You've got a couple studs at the top. Michigan and Ohio State are usually in that mix. Credit to Penn State. They're You know, they were kind of like the old Miss this year. But, like, the SEC is so much deeper than that and they're also adding a, a school that played last night that isn't in the conference just yet in Texas. Oh, you, maybe they'll make a bowl game this year. We'll have to wait and see. <laughs> but, like, the down-ballot race in the two conferences, you would have had to, as the Big Ten, be trumping up Iowa. And nobody wants to do that because Iowa stinks. And they showed it again yesterday against a backup quarterback. They, Tennessee, I would... Yeah. And I was doing the thing that they need to do is get rid of the son that can't call an offense. But like, they need to hire an offensive coordinator and basically banish Deacon Hill as well from the campus. I don't Ooh. know if he's got eligibility or not, yeah. but that quarterback is no good. Oh boy! Um, but anyway, my point it's is so the Big Ten now has the Big Ten now has something they can point to other than Ohio State, Michigan. That's not Iowa, and that's that's interesting for the the budding rivalry between the two conferences. Well,
2: again, they are both losing. Heisman Trophy candidates this year at quarterbacks, so it will depend on how that gets supplemented. Do they Who's Is losing, this sustainable? Who is? Uh, both Oregon and Washington. They're both losing quarterbacks. That oh, sure. Are yeah. Candidates. No, but
1: they're good programs. They're both good programs. Sure. I mean, Washington's kind of the one 10, that maybe years.
2: snuck up on people this year a little bit. Uh, I wonder how they sustain it. But, um,
1: I agree. That's the way I would frame it as well. Oregon, you expect to be there. Washington's got all the NIL money in the world, but they're going pro. Yeah.
2: But, um, we'll see. Good on you, big 10 for now, but don't go out here saying, oh, SEC's been passed.
1: No, stop it.
2: Um, wow. Washington did almost blow it at
1: the end. Um, Unfortunate because of that injury, though, right? Yeah, we talked like, to Phil Carol about it.
2: Right, it's...
1: clock doesn't stop if that injury doesn't happen, and Texas has maybe 15 seconds instead of 45. Exactly. That so changed the, off, the game a little bit. The field probably
4: longer or something, you know.
2: And and the fact yeah. that it was as tough of an injury as it was, like literally carted off the field. If he's just hobbling off and you know can get to the sideline without any help,
1: then if he could, if he would, have, right? right, because he, he knows how important that spot is but he's got a devastating injury that's probably going to keep him out for a while it's
2: tough and it's more bad luck than anything because i saw a lot of well take a knee you don't don't know i mean look i i understand it's easy to say that after the fact but you have a chance to it was third and five
4: it's a routine play
2: you're definitely running the ball you have, it's a five-yard
4: game. They get those
2: all the time. They have they the keep, Joe Moore winners at offensive line. Like They have yeah. the best offensive line in the country, according to those who judge that sort of thing. You're not going to trust them to get five yards in a spot to essentially end the game
1: like right. that? You, if you can avoid it with such a play that you do all the time and succeed on right. uh, oftentimes, you're not going to neglect the opportunity so that you can give the other team the football with a national championship appearance on the line. Third and five, you're running the ball. You're not throwing it. Like, I agree, you don't want to unnecessarily stop the clock, but you run the ball. If you don't get it, you still, Texas has basically yeah, the no the most
2: likely scenario is the exact same result of taking a knee, but you're giving yourself a, a chance to end with But the a ball. freak
1: injury, which I assume yeah. that, that Johnson will be out for the, the national championship game, we'll see. He was carded off, so that's not a good sign, but, like, it, that's what it would have taken to have Texas even have any hope, right. realistically, with the football, and, and that's the way it played out. Chris, what's up?
4: There are two names I'm circling from Washington with a big, re- big red marker for going forward for the Kansas City Chiefs into 2024. Who's that? Okay. Offensive coordinator Ryan Grubb. Oh, oh. okay. yeah, the, right. Okay. Uh, Chris has some <laughs> high for a loop there. Uh, on the coach. What else? And, what else? If and if that won't do you, I will go for the wide receiver coach slash pass game coordinator Jamarcus Shepard.
1: Oh. You don't even have players? You're not even worried about the players?
4: <laughs> I, listen, getting the players will be great. But if you can land one of these Hosea, guys...
1: I would take him.
4: Yeah, I, I mean, if they do end up with one of those Washington wide receivers, that would be amazing. But I'm thinking about if you really want to get, you know, one of these guys who's orchestrating one of the best passing offenses in college football right now. Okay. Add that to the mix. Maybe you get these guys learning how to run some routes the way some of these Washington receivers <laughs> run some routes. I'm just saying, they got that discipline, they got that talent, and they got that, you know, know-how. Fair enough. To make that engine... Ru- go. I'm just saying. And also, Jamarcus Shepard... He was an intern for Andy Reid when he was in Philly in like 2004. I'm just saying, the connection's there. Make the call. It's all right there. Andy Reid hit my line. I mean, we'll make this happen. Brett (laughs) Peach. It's actually a
2: compelling argument there. I, I can't argue with too much of that. Um, Please add somebody uh, in in the draft uh, that can Whether it's a coach, that a can player, catch the ball like, and uh, maybe at least one. It doesn't have to be a first rounder out there, but second round uh, do do that at least. Um, but but we'll see. Uh, it should be a fun game. Uh, we'll have it on KTGR. You can hear it on Monday nights uh, with we'll kickoff at six thirty. We'll be uh, amping you up for that. And thank you for joining us for our first show of twenty twenty four and a happy new year to. Uh, to you listening as well. We'll be back to recap uh, all things uh, Mizzou, still, and talk more about these college football playoff uh, semifinals and about the the final weekend of the NFL. What we'll expect as far as uh, the playoff scenarios. Thanks to Will Carroll, the injury expert, for joining us earlier. A replay of last night's Chiefs Kingdom show is coming up next. He's Brendan. He's producer Chris. I'm Andy. We're done for now.